There's be there's starting to be too many things in the control panel and it's very hard to get to the to get to where we need to go. Control panel turning into a control cluster. Yeah, there's there's too many controls. It's like the controls on the Millennium Falcon. It's impossible to figure out unless you're a master of using the control panel, you know. Yeah, only... I'm saying that we're the Han Solo and the Chewie dude Ugh. of the internet. Clearly, you're Chewy. <laughs> nice, nailed yeah. it. Nailed it. I, I don't know how to do the Chewy. I I used I've gotten it to work a few times, but I forget how to do it. Uh, you, can you do a Chewy? I can't. Impression? Do, I used to, but I can't do anything really where I roll my R's because when I do, it makes my uh, tongue piercing barbell like click against the back of my teeth mm, it does not feel good i don't know if it's like a tongue rolling thing or if, i think it's more like in the back of your throat for uh that, for the chewy noise it's yeah like a combo yeah it's hard it's like weirdly like vibrates your tongue in the back of your throat <laughs> but yeah i, I yeah that's a <coughs> we're going into hyperspace and we're do you agree that you're chewy? You're like you're definitely chewy. I mean, well, I'm a I'm I think I'm furrier than you. Well, that and also like cuz you do like the more technical work in the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. Of the, the people also search for control panel that is. Yeah. And also, I'm more of an asshole <laughs> like Han Solo. Yeah, that's a, I that's a good point. So, <laughs> I'm the chewy to your Han Solo. Oh, wait, uh I was going to show you. <laughs> you die before I do. <laughs> Spoilers. What? what? Oh, I'm Han Solo. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sorry, I got distracted because I was going to... God damn it. I was going to show you this... Uh, Han, don't drop your gun. That's what I... <laughs> that's the... Oh, that's the coloring book? The owl that I colored. Oh, wow. I Jacob got... got paid to be an artist uh, last <laughs> week. <laughs> By drawing uh, in a children's coloring book. I didn't draw in it, Ryan. I colored in it. You're right. There's and, no drawing. And there, and with the limited amount of colors that I had, that's pretty good. There was not there, there was not even a yellow at all to speak of. Rest yeah. of this color spectrum, pretty decent on, but and and half of the pencils were like nubs, like the, yeah. and there was no sharpening. It looks like a psychedelic owl. You, yeah. you were real creative with your colors there. You kind of you kind of have to be when it's like a paisley pattern. That's true. Yeah, if you would have just made that gray, it would have ruined it. Like, <laughs> I'd say that that's the typical owl color is gray. Sure. Yeah, there's like well, and then there's snow owls, and those are white. There's a snow owl on the cover of a Deftones album. Oh, really? It's called Diamond Eyes. Probably from about Death Toms. Oh god! Oh god! Go there. Was that an autocorrect, or did you just spell it that poorly? I just I wasn't looking at the keyboard and I screwed up. Nice. Um. Yeah. Death Toms. Owl. I'm, it's I'm, called Diamond Eyes. Oh. Okay. I like the. I like that. That's scary. Song. It's like. You know, it's kind of weird, like, I never noticed, but when the owls, like, have a different color on the top of their head, it just looks like they're wearing a little yarmulke. Yeah, it's pretty cute. Yeah, it's like a Jewish owl, you know. A jewel. Oh, yeah, a jewel. <laughs> a jewel in the rough. 
of the four. Welcome to People <laughs> Also Search For, where we unendingly bring up Ryan's Jewish uh, heritage. Well, you know, when it's part of you, you just can't forget it. You don't want to forget it, Ryan. Never forget. I won't. That's the never forget. That's about the the Holocaust, right? Yeah, you never. Yeah, yeah, of course. I don't think so, right? Like the hashtag never forget. Oh yeah, totally. It's about it's about the. Uh... Yeah, it's just about it's about <laughs> making sure that it's about the Jewish the Holocaust, Holocaust doesn't happen again. Yeah. Nine eleven. Bad time. Yeah. Not, yep. uh, happened on. Yeah, nine eleven. <laughs> yeah, nine eleven, nineteen thirty nine. Right? Never forget. Yeah, no, right? no, exactly. That's when that happened. I swear that I one time got a a, a a jelly wristband that had a stamp in it that said hashtag nine eleven. Never forget the Jewish Holocaust. <laughs> Wait, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought that maybe like that actually that's where that came from like that joke uh no i just i just feel like we could start infusing a little bit more gaslighting into our show right yeah you're right so yeah we may as well just bring false information to the people mixed with the real information yeah so nobody exactly. ever knows what's false well, and real well plus uh plus a majority of the things that we read facts from are on wikipedia so I mean, I think uh, the the credibility of our factual status is kind of iffy. This as show it is a hundred percent fact, Jacob. It always has been. I think you mean from episode one. I think you mean it's the show where we find the answers to life's greatest questions. It is, and including today's topic, which is uh, something else that's a flying uh, animal of our world. Yeah. Uh, not an owl, not a snow owl, but not a cardinal. No. Yeah, it's bees, <laughs> and uh, specifically it, the keeping of bees. It took a second for Ryan to get that sentence out because we're haunted by the mangled carcass of a cardinal that's in his backyard. Yeah, it, it just it died right by the trash can. It's like I don't have to transfer. <laughs> I don't have to transport it far, but. It's just like died as he lived near the trash can, <laughs> always scrounging around for scraps. But now he's become the scraps what he always loved. Uh, yeah, so yeah, he's he's sitting there pretty close to the trash can. It's a good place to to do it, you know. I mean, you could to, probably tip the trash life. can over and like get kick, it in there with a putter. Just kick it with your shoe into the like. I don't even know if you have to like pick it up. No, I'm gonna use a chipper, like a golf club, and just like chip it, like right, like a up. like a wedge. Yeah, yeah, a wedge, and then I'll like it'll go up with a little piece of grass, and then right into the can, <laughs> right into the can. Yeah, yeah. First try, <laughs> sick proper burial, bro. Yeah, I'm getting mean, a you... sand wedge to chip it into the garbage can. A bird lives his life flying in the air, so you have you can't just lower him down slowly on like a little conveyor belt bed thing like they do with people. You have to throw them through the air because that's what they're naturally used to <laughs> to bury them. Yeah, I mean, 
It died as it lived. Yeah, yeah. Flying through the air. Exactly. So you want to give it that one last, you know, here's your last flight before laying in a box for the rest of your life. Right when you go to chip it up with the golf club, you it just goes in a slow motion and you hear... It would be similar to, like, the meme where... Uh, it's like uh, a guy like shooting off of a water slide and then it goes like the background gets masked out and it's like a galaxy and it's like do 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 and then, <laughs> have you seen those I, I don't think so really no and then one of them is like that video of the guy that like sees the sloth trying to cross the road and then he picks it up and carries it and then like the original meme it was like uh, fly like an eagle Oh man! <clears throat> and then the new one is like he picks it up and it it goes in like a galaxy background, like he's flying, and it's like doo, 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 doo. <laughs> man, that man. There's awesome. a whole series of memes with that that song as the background. Really? Yeah. That's weird. I I've never seen one. Maybe I'll have to look one up. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called because it's like based on a specific song. No, I don't know. What, I don't know what that meme is either. I could probably type in bird flying, getting tossed into the. Well, no, that's the one that we came up with. Oh yeah. So so basically, like this isn't something that's real. This is just the. A... Well, the one I said that was real was the guy that's like flying off of a water slide. Oh yeah yeah yeah, flying off the, a water slide. And then I think they did the sloth one as like a remix. Whoa. Okay. Like, that is probably my favorite meme ever. Like, that and, like, the Arthur's clenched fist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Like, that song is perfect, too. It is? Okay, I definitely have a clear picture of what you were talking about in my head now. Yeah. So That's all that matters. Yeah. And that that that's that's pretty funny image of like it being yeah. one of the birds like flying through the air directly after getting chipped off a chipper. Yeah. <laughs> I distracted Ryan with a meme that he didn't know about, and I'm sure we're gonna look at more funny videos later. But now, Ryan, yeah, now you I can understand. continue with your search for the beekeeping. Yeah, bro. Dude, we need to know how you to seem keep fucking these bees. jazzed about it. I am. Because <laughs> that sounded like a question. I am. It's because I didn't know if I was, but I wanted to sound jazzed. But like, you know that like bees, they produce honey from their butts, dude. And we got it. That's that's amazing. I, we don't make anything cool like that. Now we like, just make feces. Yeah, we make feces and we make like, like milk, like people milk, like what we talked about before. But like oh, yeah. bees yeah. produce like honey and. There's like a whole job around just keeping bees. So Yeah, there's actually like results that came up that are for like bee places that are like somewhat near Cincinnati. Yeah. And you know, clearly there's a pretty wide market for this type of uh line of work or hobby, however you see it. Yeah, I wonder like if you can do it as a hobby and then like sell your honey i guess like you just keep a bunch of bees at your house you i feel like it'd be really hard to date somebody if you had to bring them home to a bee infested like yard you know like i feel like a lot of people would be scared to do to go in a, a beekeeper's house He's... i mean you don't have to 
keep it at your house necessarily. Yeah, but like I feel like if you were like a small enough business and you're doing it as a hobby, like you would have it at your house. Maybe. Like if you were just starting out. But that would make it really that's a hard hobby to get into and like date with. At least I'd imagine. I wouldn't want to go to a bee. Oh, I might want to go to a bee yard. Well, maybe there's like beekeepersonly.com. <laughs> bee, like bee swipe. Yeah, like <laughs> bee swipe. Yeah. Just like J swipe. Because they couldn't use Bumble because that's already taken. Yeah, like, oh, you're fuck. right. They're like, dang it. Uh, how am I going to meet all the eligible <laughs> beekeepettes out there? <laughs> I think. Th- and Bumble will never let us buy their their brand name nah, they're already solidified yep they're they're one of the big boys but so beekeeping is the maintenance of a bee colony <gasps> commonly man-made hives so they're not like natural bees that have just like come and infested the area no and you're keeping them there and harvesting their it's like goods. A, it's like a farm yeah it's a farm so most such bees are honey bees in the genius opus but other honey-producing bees, such as melipona stingless bees, are also kept. Mm. Mm. Melipona. Melipony Express! <laughs> well. I mean, the bees... Do you think the bees have something like like, like the pony, like a delivery system, like the Pony Express? Well, where from, the, Like, they trade honey back and forth? From what I hear... Uh, they probably do like they're pretty intelligent and they like communicate and bees actually have like a hierarchical system hmm. to their whole like species i'm just gonna go ahead and type in how's the bee system work <laughs> and figure out the how how's the bee system work <laughs> oh look how do beehives work i mean there you go that's perfect worker bees gather pollen. you really you really you really represent like the the middle like uh you know most relatable part of the venn diagram when it comes to searching like it like it's not incredibly stupid but it's not like an intelligently phrased question <laughs> so you kind of like get in like you kind of ask the things that probably a lot of other people ask yeah yeah well and that's what makes us relatable and this is information that we need to know yeah, so I'm glad you bring that to the table. Yeah, because I'm the lesser intelligent of the two. No, that's also no, why no, I'm no. chewy. That's that, why I'm chewy, dude. That's I didn't say that. You I said didn't. It. I mean, you're t- literally saying the chewy. You said that Han's the asshole, and he's like the he's the brains behind the operation. Not necessarily. Oh. Plus, I said Chewy does all the technical work, so that means Han probably had less of an idea how to work everything than chewy you could be right i don't know well ship wise yeah but i feel like han was like the he's like the player you know like he's yeah he's he's more of the politician of the two yeah and chewy just kind of does like the hard work and technical side yeah yeah it makes sense but which kind of bee are we i don't know i assume that i would just be like a worker bee Mm, i'd be the queen bee (laughs) (laughs) Making love to all the worker bees and then producing our young and making that royal honey, which maybe we'll learn about later. But the royal honey, yeah. Well, we'll see how beehives work first. So, 
Okay, so worker bees gather pollen and nectar, which is carried back to the nest. The workers also store supplies, care for the queen, the babies, clean the nest, and maintain the internal structure of the hive. So they're like they're like stay-at-home dads. <laughs> to ensure it functions smoothly, uh, reproduction, and to ensure honey is produced at its highest volume possible. So, yeah. Yeah, so they they take care of the queen. They store the supply. You know, they take care of the house. They take care of the house. <clears throat> I wonder what it means by maintain the internal structure of the hive. Well, like, like, there's overseers to make sure that everyone's, like, pulling their weight. Well, I, I don't know if it's that. I think it means, like, the actual, like, construction of the hive itself, like... Like they're like carpenters, so like let's say like part like one of the planks of your wall get come off of your house, like the carpenter would go and fix the wall, like Oh yeah. I, yeah, the structure so there's of like, their home. So there's like contractor bees. Yeah, those are the contractors of the <laughs> of the group. And then there's also the stay at home dad bees. Yep, yep, and those who are, are the more ones. domesticated. Yeah, they're taking care they're, of the queens and they're the babies. Like, they're like soy boy bees, but <laughs> yeah. they're still necessary to the you know, to the whole grand scheme. And they hang out and just tell dad jokes to each other all day. <laughs> oh, um, man. What's that? What would be a dad joke that a bee would say? Like, What? A dad joke that a bee would say? Yeah, like that bee. Like that dad bee. I don't fucking know. That's like so specific. I could probably come up with one, but it would just be really hacky and stupid. That's what I want it to be. <clears throat> Dad joke about bees. <laughs> I need to know here. We're not this creative. This Be is giving me flashbacks to the popsicle stick jokes episode of Bonkers <laughs> Let's Play. <laughs> and that was just such a fucking nightmare. I was glad that I was distracted by playing the game because, God. Oh, okay. This is perfect. Okay, so the bee, like the the bee dad, goes home to his wife, and he's oh, just like, fucking God. Why did the bee get married? And he's like, because he found his honey. And he's like, calls her his honey. Yeah. Yeah. That's oh. the, okay. That's, there you go. That's the dad joke that the bees say when they go, <laughs> when they're hanging out. The, the domesticated ones. All right. Cool. Uh, that just, just ruined my day, Ryan. Why? <laughs> That's the highbrow comedy that we bring to the table that people also search for. Hmm. That's your idea of highbrow comedy, is it? Yep, it is. That yep. must be why you love anime so much. That's definitely why. <laughs> the comedy in anime... No, comedy in anime is... is I don't scary. even know if you could call it comedy. It's a certain type of comedy. I it's don't a full think, comedy series. I don't think a character flipping upside down onto their head with like... A giant sweat drops like coming oh, out that's of the. That's not like, all it is. You gotta you gotta watch on. something like Nietzsche Joe, or like Daily Lives of High School Boys. Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> that show is so oh, funny, man! You were that was you really weaseled in like a degenerate Ryan's Weeb Corner that time. Yeah, this is. That was uh, that oh. was your Ryan's weave corner. I feel like I have to beep out the na the last name of the show you said. Why? It's fucked up. No, that show is fuck. <clears throat> you dude, that show is funny. It you just sounds like, like something that 
you know, like a convicted pedophile would have had on their Just fucking hard drive. There's, yeah, that's there's plenty of animes that have titles that sound bad, but this is a <laughs> comedy show that's like got nothing really that bad in it at all. I I don't even want to give this any more time. Like, fine. It's just, I, I don't. I, you're not gonna justify it in my mind. So. Fine. I, I won't try and justify it, but let the the listeners can go justify it themselves. Yeah, I by trying it out. Don't don't do that. Okay. Just watch good shows. Just go become a beekeeper <laughs> in your spare time, and like you can make some money off creating your own jarred honey. You can sell at those little stores on the side of the road where their Amish people are. <laughs> don't you know wow what yeah that's okay so what what do we want to know about bees like i mean you read like the overall thing like that was from hive and honey apiary i just wanted to see how the bee system worked but... is there more of a hierarchy like go onto the website and see if it like goes into more detail because they actually are pretty interesting little creatures oh excuse me Mm, okay well this is completely different than what it said before so this is how does a beehive work the phrase busy as a bee probably stems from the concept of the honey beehive itself <laughs> for individuals who are wondering how does a beehive work it is important to know what comprises the hive the actual hive is defined as an enclosed structure where the honey bees lay their young Man-made structures, typically as apiary, are also referred to as beehives where the colony lives. But that doesn't tell us about the hierarchy of bees, so I guess I could... Oh, wait, wait. There's... Yeah, there's a few more paragraphs there's here. M- or I, I mean, there's the function of the hive, which says the honeybee hive is typically structured with the queen bee as the leader. Where the worker bees are her followers. The queen bee's main function is to reproduce with the worker bees. Wink. In order to create the drones. Mm. Once a new virgin queen bee emerges, (laughs) the original queen bee will have its head torn off and eaten. Or just leave the hive. (laughs) Oh, that's terrible, though. Like... You have to give birth, essentially, and eat a crap ton as your job. But then as soon as, like, a new queen is born, like, you just have to leave and you, like, can't stay there anymore. Do you just go off to die on your own? Well, you know, they've served their purpose and had their moment in the spotlight. So, you know, sometimes it's time to move on. I guess that's true. It's like a one-hit wonder. Especially when there's a new hot queen bee that's, you know... Yeah, not much younger not all, and not wrinkly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, worker bees gather pollen and nectar, which is carried back to the nest. <laughs> oh God, I was gonna say they got that sweet nubile honey. Workers also <laughs> store supplies. <laughs> care for that was the, too far. <laughs> care for the queen, the babies, clean the nest, and maintain the internal structure of the hive. To ensure it functions smoothly, reproduction, and to ensure honey is produced at its highest volume possible. So that does sound like what I was saying earlier, like overseer bees that are like, you have to meet your quota. Like, you know, they got, they have like little bee whips where they're like, get back to work, make more honey now. 
And then one of them like passes out, and he's like laying on the ground sweating, and like they start whipping left. him more. And he's I like, "You got, get up, boy! I ain't got nothing left, sir. I need some water. I need it." It's <laughs> <laughs> like you better get up now and continue working with your load. Or we'll uh, kick you out of this hive. I'm sorry. I got the bee lung. <laughs> <laughs> Can't go on. <laughs> I got no honey left. I'm tapped out. You can carry other people's honey then. <laughs> I've run my course. You can either get up now, boy, or I'll let you die there. <laughs> Just let me die in peace. Just let me go quietly into that good night. Janet, I'm gonna. There's another one in here. You're gonna have to carry him out. <laughs> Then, like, Janet comes in, and, like, they get, like, it's like, it would be, like, it would be, like, two nurses, but they would come in, and they would put the bee on, like, one of those gurneys, and they'd, like, slowly bring him to the side of the hive and, like, fling him off into the trash (laughs) can, like, like the cardinal. (laughs) And then it would just fly through the air. (laughs) Oh, man. It might be swarming season, Jacob. <laughs> oh, um, man. It's so fun to anthropomorphize bees. <laughs> it is. Uh, anyways, other workers provide water to the hive and help to provide protection to all members, which make up the hive colony. Oh, good. So there's just like... Uh, it's like the water boy of the of the hive. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone has their own purpose. It's like a communist society. Yeah, and then he's like he's like Adam Sandler. And he's he's like handing all like the the football players water, but then he's like the star player of the team. <laughs> Good job, water boy bees. Yeah. You're the stars on the inside of the hive. We all know it. Go bees. And uh, okay, so you know <clears throat> there's a you know definitely some chatter in the last few years about like the possibility or you know the worry about bees like dying off so we should ask the internet what happens if all the bees go bye bye (laughs) (laughs) now you're getting the searching (laughs) just like (laughs) when the bees go bye bye question mark What happens when the bees go bye-bye? <laughs> oh, here we go. It, it works every time, dude. What happens if the bees die Man, out? you are absolutely, like, indoctrinating me with getting into a simpleton mindset to search on Google. Yeah, see? it And it, it, look what's come out of it. We've got the answer. So do you want to read the answer since you were so curious about what happens Fine. if the bees go bye-bye? <laughs> what happens if bees die out? Honeybees are responsible for thirty billion a year in crops. Already bringing money into it. That's only the start. We may lose all the plants that bees pollinate, all of the animals that eat those plants, and so on up the food chain. Which means a world without bees could struggle to sustain the global human population of seven billion. Wow. Bum, bum, bum. So, so, 
the thing is, like, the bees are basically slaves to the population then, because they're they're pulling in thirty billion a year. But <laughs> they're the, pulling in. Yeah, the 30. bees are pulling in thirty billion a year, but the bees haven't gotten shit. Well, they get the satisfaction of knowing that creating they, honey for us to put on our toast. No, that knowing that they're sentient beings that run collectively as like a machine would you know they get the satisfaction of knowing that they're efficient creatures listen i am hashtag triggered about this these bees <laughs> should be getting paid <laughs> <laughs> hashtag bee reparations yeah <laughs> they're like the bees are sitting there in their teepees and they're all pissed and they're like we need reparations oh, for man. our land <laughs> Peepees. Yeah, they're little beepies, you know? Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus. Wow, you, you fucking made up your own bad dad joke for bees. Dude, bees are full of dad jokes, you, I told you. The only thing you were missing was a 1960s-esque racist Native American accent. <laughs> Honey, go bye bye. <laughs> be living BP now. <laughs> me used to All be flowers a... died. BP in sand. Me used to be a proud overseer bee in a colony once large and thriving, and now I keep to my tiny BP in the middle of <laughs> this. BP Patron <laughs> gas station. <laughs> <laughs> so that I can fill up my B car. Alright, that's I, Yeah, that's that's enough of that. That's enough racism for today. <clears throat> Sorry, Native Americans, we respect you and we're We don't think that you're bees. Yeah, that's you know that's why it wasn't racist because yeah because it was this is you know a, it's bees we were talking about yeah, yeah bees yeah it's it's a satire complete yeah it's just combining two things together and then going with it you just need to slap that satire tag on there and they're fucking good yeah to go. you need to slap that like button and subscribe <laughs> as well slap that like button yeah slap oh, it yeah slap that fucking thing all right so well we know what would happen if the bees die yeah, <laughs> or else the, we're gonna put a bunch of beehives at your house. If for every for every person that doesn't like and or subscribe, we're gonna murder one bee. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that we're gonna be thirty billion even more in debt. You're just, we're just gonna have like if the last bee gets killed because of this podcast. We're gonna have like a montage video of like us with like a teeny tiny like one inch grindstone wheel with like a tiny little knife just like sharpening <laughs> a little bee-sized knife <laughs> they've introduced knives to the hive all the bees are killing each other <laughs> we have bee on bee violence the watcher bees have been stabbed by the worker bees 14 times now yeah we're gonna start introducing bee drugs and bee weapons he's like a... you'll never whip me again boss <laughs> I've got this little bee knife and it's going into your chest. <laughs> it's time for the drones to rise up. <laughs> it's like, we're coming for the queen now. We're going to be the ones getting laid. 
<laughs> we're in line to fuck the queen next, and you ain't gonna get in my fucking way. It's the bee but revolution. Then, yeah, but then the line is super tame with each other. It's like they all have knives, but they're like playing patty cake and stuff. <laughs> They're just like good friends, you know, but then whenever one of the bees that used to whip them come over, they're like, no, you can't get in the line anymore. Man, that sounds like a fucking prison yard <laughs> or like a post-apocalyptic movie. Yep. Yep. That's, <laughs> there's a lot. No wonder bee movie came out. Like, there's so much you can do with bees. Just imagine though, if that, like, instead of the bee movie, it was like the premise of like rise of the planet of the apes <laughs> but with bees where like they got introduced to like modern weapons and stuff and then somehow they like had a freak like radioactive like incident where they like turned into mutants and they could like walk and talk to each other <laughs> they're like seven foot tall fucking bees no like, that's a horrible like i don't want to think about that just mowing humans down with fucking ar with, no with mowers like, they're that big where they're just using mowers and mowing over the humans. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine how scary that would be. Like, they didn't do that in Honey, they, I Shrunk the Kids. They, like, they, if they you... start, like, a, a mass, like, a like a, a human farm of, like, harvesting, like, human milk. And yeah, shit. And all we get to do is, like, sit around in our, our little huts and, and then, like, the... The mower will come to town. The mower. Yeah, and you... For all the worthless humans that are dried up and they just... Yeah. Fucking guillotine their heads off of the giant lawnmower blade. Yeah, and then they, they go out afterward with, like, a vacuum and suck them all up so that they can feed upon them later. Jesus Christ. That got really dark. Yeah, I mean, they gotta... That's, it's, they gotta sustain themselves, so they eat humans and make gigantic seven-foot honey. I like how we searched for like what happens if bees died out but then we came up with a scenario where bees like ruled the earth <laughs> <laughs> instead of <laughs> well it's okay I, I feel like from the beginning to the where we are at this podcast now i've gone more from being on team human to being on team b like i'm starting to think like team mutant b that's what i'm yeah, saying it definitely like, should be team mutant b. like the future would be better if it was you, run by bees could you imagine how much more horrifying like planet of the apes would be if it was like disgusting mutated like giant bees with like weapons and shit like mad max style oh and they were like really hairy like they yeah, were on those like what is sem pictures the, yeah the yeah scanning electron microscope yeah and yeah they would you could see all their nasty hairs and shit like that'd be way more terrifying than stupid chimpanzees and they're walking around all janky like animatronics yeah, yeah, they're insects. they're like clink clink clink, and then they're, they're just walking with the lawnmower slowly, oh, and then you find out that they're actually like, uh, they're actually like these giant robot bees that well, are created by humans yeah, to keep they, the other humans down. They mostly they're, fly, so that would be even more horrifying because like apes can't fly. Yeah, well, do all bees fly? All bees fly. Well, Do the... all bees fly? Jesus <laughs> well, the thing is... I Only thought... the ones that don't have wings. Yeah, wait. I think that... Aren't there any bees that don't fly? Like, that live in the hive and strictly do work in the hive? Flightless bees. Fli that sounds like... That's I a don't pretty think good, so. That's a pretty cool band name. Flightless bees? No, that's not good. Yeah, it, it is. It just makes me think of Flight of the Bumblebee. Question about flightless bees. Bee master. Flight... Flightless beetles and stingless bees. Uh, this is more... I think this first one's going to answer the question. This is a this is a forum on beemaster.com. 
And uh, is this for all the beekeeping singles out there? Yeah, this must be like what bee swipe would be. It's <laughs> that, bee master. That person's handle. Bee is, master bait. That that person's handle is Miss Chicka Bee. <laughs> so she had her own pun, her own bee pun. Oh, that's sad. This one's late bee. Man, bee people must be really into puns. Yeah. <clears throat> did you ever see Bee Movie? I never saw a Bee Movie. Okay, neither did I. Is it good? Oh wait, you haven't seen it. No, maybe we should like watch it for like a like a review segment since it's like an old shitty movie. That's true. I mean, it's also kind of notorious as well. It has Jerry Seinfeld. Ooh. He's the main bee. I know that like Lil Dicky talked about Bee Movie in one of his raps before. Oh god. <laughs> I don't care at all. His Yeah. I'm not even going to talk about that guy. Fine, don't. He's good. Sure. Whatever yeah, he's I like it. <laughs> Good for you. So, do you want to like go through and see what the bee people are talking about? I didn't ask about flightless bees. I yeah, I needed to know about flightless bees, but so. Well, this is a forum, so you know if you want to sift around in these few comments, go right ahead. Well, I I mean this is the story that's started this forum. Is it says I I opened a hive and I have friends. That, or at a friend's place yesterday for an inspection, and he noticed something wrong right away. It was about 6 p.m., and there was not a bee in the air. <laughs> Dang. More bee jokes. When it was opened, about half of the bees were gone since the last inspection 12 days prior. <gasps> oh, the bees. They're going away. They're going bye-bye, no, the, Ryan. the bees are going, going bye-bye. Oh, boy. Hopefully we find a way to save these bees. Oh, the bees. Now the weird part. It had four frames of bees, and only about 20 flew up during the entire inspection. That's way less than four frames worth of bees. Damn. Uh, Queen was there as well, and there was a few cells of eggs, larva, and cap, capped. The bees were crawling around on the combs, all while not one single bee coming or going into the air. Oh, what was going on in here? The bees were flightless. We gotta find out. So that doesn't mean they're not, like, missing wings. They just didn't fly off the comb. Yeah, they were just hanging out. They were just hanging out. So it didn't mean they didn't have the ability to fly. But still, I want to know what happened. Why well, were somebody these bees suge- flightless? Somebody suggested... <clears throat> Uh, has anyone done spraying for pests in the area? Was a storm in the area? Uh, might be coming from a thunderstorm. They don't fly if one's close. Uh, if somebody sprayed, that would only affect the bees in flight and leave only the young ones, uh, those not ready for flight, or maybe something else. So, <clears throat> I don't know. doesn't seem like they you know, necessarily have an answer either. And then Miss Chickabee says, first thing that came to mind was possibly the hive is swarmed, leaving young nurse bees that have not done orientation flights, a new queen, and new larvae from that queen. Po- oh. Possible. So basically the hives reset itself, so all the bees can't fly yet. So there's, okay, so there are flightless bees, but it means they haven't done an orientation flight yet. <laughs> well, that's just because they're baby bees. Yeah, so babies. Babies. They're babies. 
Oh boy. Well, we are dads. Go, we are dads here. No, we're on people we, also search for neither people one of us, also dad. Neither with. one of us have children. We're both cat dads. We that's yeah, that's it. true. We we take good care of our pussies. Cat, yeah. And yeah. our clits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Alley-oop right there. <laughs> uh, sometimes we gotta really strut out that highbrow humor. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's what I like. Is there any other pressing issues we need to know about bees? I think we should look up, since it's, we were talking about beekeeping, like, how to, like, how to be a beekeeper real quick. Sure. How to... Be. <laughs> oh man <laughs> how to be the boss and be the keeper how to begin beekeeping on pollinator.org pollinator hell yeah the NAPPC national beekeeper survey of the foraging needs to bee colonies does this actually say how to become a beekeeper. I don't think so. It does not. This is a false place. Pollinator.org. You're not giving Maybe me the information I need. Maybe you should just look and people also ask. There's one that says, how do I become a beekeeper? No, we got to go down also search for. Yeah, people also ask. Well, yeah, I mean, it's people also search for. Yeah, that's us. Look, we're on the we're on the front page of yeah, Google right now. Yeah, our name's right there. That's uh, how good our SEO is. Yep. <laughs> So people also ask, how do I become a beekeeper? Oh, here we go. What We've if it was some... just like one step and it just said, get bees? <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. It's like quick to the point. It's like, yeah, of course. <laughs> Thanks, right. Google. So uh, how do I become a beekeeper? And we got seven easy steps for you. Uh, number one, ensure that you have at least one-tenth of an acre land. Mm, okay. Real easy, Ryan. <clears throat> yeah, well, one, I don't know how big an acre is, but one-tenth of an acre seems like a, a doable amount. So, number two, start beekeeping projects in the autumn. So, you got to start when the beekeeping season is right. Number three, purchase a top bar hive if you want something lightweight. All right. And four... So you got it's not going to come at you can't just get bees for free. You're going to have to purchase some. Oh things. yeah, bees are an investment. Yeah, you it's like buying a business. You got to buy the bees and the bee accessories. I sell bees and, and bee accessories. <laughs> I need a damn tap and hive. <laughs> <laughs> just tell me where the double A batteries are. <laughs> How do you work in a hardware store, but you don't know where the dang hammers are? <laughs> I'm trying to construct a damn hive. <laughs> uh, all right, keep going. With all the right, so it, number four would be to, to get a war hive. So, yeah, like the hive we were talking about before where they were at war each other to fight mm. after the queen. Yeah, it's spelled W-A-R-R-E. Yeah, it could be were or war. I think it's war, but number five. Buy a Langstroth hive. So you need more than one kind of hive. Can't just have one. And then you get a number six. Construct a hive stand to store your hives. And number seven, get hive tools. 
Yep. That's all you got to do. That was from WikiHow. That's all you got to do. Yeah, you got to get the Hive tools. I mean, that doesn't tell you actually how to do it. I still feel like... That's the, how you would start, though. I still feel like the biggest thing is a tenth of an acre of land if you don't already live on a tenth of an acre. Yeah. Because that, that requires moving. I think you need an additional <laughs> tenth of an acre of land, too. It's like you can't... I think the tenth of the acre is where you have the bees. Like, I don't think you could have your house directly, like on the tenth acre i think it needs to be its own tenth acre so you'd need like two tenths of an acre if you want a house on your property too so a fifth yeah <laughs> one fifth <laughs> fractions uh so you're gonna be kind of beekeeper now um i don't own any acres so i don't I don't own any. I rent. I don't think... Well, I just thought maybe because you were so interested that maybe that's what you wanted to do with your life. Mm, I doubt it. I want to be a podcast host for my entire life. <laughs> um, but okay. no, like, beekeeper. <laughs> no, like, I don't think I could be... A, I don't think I could be a beekeeper because I just don't want to be around... I don't even like honey that much, like... And that would be the main, like, the main perk of being a beekeeper is you'd get all, you'd have, like, your own honey all the time. You'd never run out. And it, it would also, like, be super fresh straight from the hive. But I'm not a big fan. Have you ever eaten, like, a honeycomb or, like... Maybe. I know you've probably had honey. Well, yeah. But do you, are you a fan? It's fine. I don't, I don't typically like sweet things in general like that's not my thing so mm. yeah see i think you would have to be like have a passion for honey or a passion for bees if you were to be a beekeeper but if that's you like you should do it follow those seven easy steps and you'll you'll be able to start your own bee or acre bee acre yeah your own bake <clears throat> your, your own baker your own bakery of bees where they wear little chef's hats and pull out black and yellow cupcakes from the oven and sell them to each other sounds pretty cute yeah yeah they would have big kawaii eyes you know and, and rosy cheeks all right so we've learned how to become a beekeeper and i'm sure that the, we could look up what it takes to like what do you actually do once you have the 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 place set up to keep the bees well there's one guy that has a video right there that says how to be a beekeeper not a bee haver oh Which, okay you know if you're interested in maintaining a beehive then maybe you should watch that because it's only four minutes long but... yeah it's flow hive i guess we could watch this and see what happens oh <laughs> no <laughs> oh fuck. oh my god <laughs> No, you don't put bees all over your hand. He just put his hand directly into a beehive. There are like hundreds of bees on him. <laughs> that video did not make me want to keep bees. I don't want to keep bees at all. Mm, that was... <clears throat> Uninformative? No, I mean, it was kind of informative, but... Yeah, it, it's like before they before it showed him getting his hand covered by a swarm of bees intentionally. 
I was even thinking just like seeing him like out there around the bees without any like he had the hood on, but he didn't have any other protection like on his arms or yeah. whatever. And I was just thinking like, oh man, I definitely wouldn't ever want to do that because like. I was just thinking about how, like, when I see, like, one bee just flying past me, I'm like, oh! I'm, like, dipping out of the way. I'm like, oh, fuck. Well, you I... can't, you gotta walk into it, and you gotta make them know that you're not scared, otherwise <laughs> they'll attack. I don't know, I just, that's usually my reaction. Me too. I, like, anything that's flying through the air that, like, comes out of my peripheral vision, it just, like, gives me a jump scare. Yeah, this bee straight trust this man, though. Like, he just walked in there with just, like, a collared shirt yeah. and, like, nothing and nobody like no bee was even touching him they were just like oh it's dad like it's dad it's dad like the beekeeper's the bee dad yeah and then like at the end of the video like he was talking about how the the bees like were swarming which is i guess they're like outside of the like hive and they like all swarm in like a big cluster Mm. and he's like oh look at him oh this is so cool and you just hear all of them like like this really loud buzzing and he's like i always wanted to do this and he like puts his hand into the Oh, into yeah. the swarm and they all start like like sw- like proceeding up his hand and it's like oh god like they're just like all over his hand and it was like oh fuck that, yeah it's that and he never even like he didn't even have a glove on it was like his bare hand yeah i wonder if there's like something you can put on your skin so that like bees won't like sting you yeah i'm not really into that no this is a terrifying terrifying thing to do but i mean if you want to have your own beekeeping yard or acre you could you could definitely do it now i feel i feel you got you just use the internet research it a little bit and i you know i have faith that you'll be able to do it yeah he said it's easy as long as you know what you're doing it's kind of like watering flowers it looked like he was taking a uh like a big steamer and like shooting some kind of steam into the hive and like probably like cooling the bees off, you know, because they're, they're working so hard. You know? <laughs> He's like the water boy of the bees. So, well, maybe uh, we can end with a nice pick me up of uh, another installment of Jacob and Ryan Search of the Week. Yes! Because. Real, real quickly before we say goodbye, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. We like to do some searches during the week, too. So sometimes we bring that action to your ear holes. So, my search of the week was just a little bit of an instrument that I found that I thought was uh, pretty cool looking. Yeah? Yeah, I had I'd never seen something like this before. I mean, I, I, I've seen something like it, but I've never seen one that was quite as, as cool looking. Um, so, I found the uh, uh, Keith Hill Viola de Amor. De Amor number 72. And that's why I was having a hard time remembering mm. what what the name was because it is a lot of things to remember that are words I don't usually say. Check, gotcha. So check this out, man. Elderly Instruments. Yeah, Elderly. Or Elderly.com. Now, this is like based on a 16th century instrument. But what makes it, I'm, I'm sure the, the listeners at home can imagine a, a viola what a regular viola looks like but uh this is what's like usually called a uh blind cupid viola because it has a little bit like head of cupid on the top of it but what makes it weird and this is why like look how many strings this thing has yeah looks like it has 13 (laughs) yeah which a normal viola usually has 
four. Four, yeah. Yeah, so this is a 13-string viola, but what makes it cool is it only has, like, seven playable strings. Oh, it says it has 20, seven solo recording strings and then 13 drone strings oh so they're okay so yeah it's a seven <coughs> string and then there's 13 strings that go under the neck under the neck yeah they, they go under the neck and they're like tiny and you can see them like they only they resonate with the, the strings that are above them but they flow under the neck and under the strings that you can play and they're just like resting underneath Oh, see right there. Uh, see, they they still go over the neck, right? No, they go under. They go under the neck. Like the seven go in front of the neck, and then thirteen of them go underneath the neck. Oh, that's weird. And out of the neck, at the top where the headstock is. Yeah, see, look, there's there's thirteen that are underneath the neck. Oh, underneath yes. the uh, fret. The, I don't the know if they call board. it a fretboard or do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, there's no frets on it, so. Yeah, so, well, I guess the, the. It's like the fingerboard, I guess. You so, would. I guess you, it would be better to say that 13 of the strings go through the neck and under the fretboard. Yeah. And then seven of them are above the fretboard. Yeah, that's pretty weird. And the 13 strings that are underneath where you would where you would place the bow on the strings to play it. Yeah they resonate with the strings above them that you're playing. So it like makes a deeper sound, but it's just so pretty. It's a beautiful instrument. It only costs $5,500. So, did you like, did you ever try to see if maybe there's like a YouTube video of like somebody playing it? I haven't looked anything up like that. I mean, I kind of want to hear what it sounds like. Oh man, we could see what we could go. We could go listen to this real quick describe its beauty that was great and yeah it's cool like it it has a very unique sound but you can tell like it's not meant to be played like how a modern violin is played <clears throat> nah like the strings are way more flat to the like the the fretboard or the like fingerboard isn't nearly as rounded as a violin fingerboard nah well and that's probably because it's a viola too they're a little bit of different like a little different shape violas are a little bigger but yeah and plus it has seven strings so that's atypical oh like it says it's a modern take on a wild 16th 17th century instrument so yeah i mean that's still pretty cool like that's and even the song that that guy was playing sounded very like reminiscent of like you know like i, I don't know i guess just that century you know yeah we're bringing you the classics here on people also search for yeah i gotta get classy sometimes that's pretty interesting uh, you know definitely never knew about that instrument but mm -hmm. i was amazed i have something that is uh nearly as amazing ryan for my search of the week all right i'm i am so ready for this it's actually uh some might even say unbelievable or far-fetched <laughs> and uh so apparently it's fantastic unbelievable uh, apparently uh there's a new take on extraterrestrial life yeah it's extraterrestrial <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to say it's necessarily extraterrestrial but uh 
probably <laughs> Dr. Michael P. Masters, an anthropology professor from Montana Tech University, Montana, claims decades of UFO sightings and encounters have been mistaken and are actually distant descendants coming back to visit. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> oh my god. The doc has presented this bizarre theory in his new book titled Identifying Flying <laughs> Identified Flying Object, which <laughs> examines the long-term evolutionary change in human biology, culture, and technology. Pretty, you know. Is this dang what? Pretty on the nose for an anthropologist. What, oh, what I was going to say, is this dang thing trying to say that aliens are like humans that left the Earth a long time ago and then it came back? Not left, but a key piece of evidence that leads the professor to this theory is when most people re report close encounters with aliens, they always seem to describe them in the same way, according to uh, dailystar.co.uk. Most sightings describe the supposed aliens as standing upright, walking and having five fingers on each hand and foot. The so-called extraterrestrial beings are bilateral, symmetric, and they have two eyes, a mouth, and a nose. Many also claim that they can communicate with us in our own languages. The phenomenon may be our own distant descendants coming back through time to study us in their own evolutionary past. Michael P. Masters says about his book. <laughs> so, so this is real? Like, people believe this? Well, this is his theory. I mean, oh. you see he's a scientist. Oh, yes, uh, yes, a scientist. Clearly a theoretical scientist. Well, originally he was an anthropologist. Oh, also got his PhD from uh, the Ohio Conspiracy. State. <laughs> what? Uh, I was going to say. Hmm? I can... What? Huh? Huh? What was that? Nothing. You were gonna say what? Nothing. I, I didn't catch it. Con what? I, no, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Uh, uh, conspiracytheory.com. That's where he got his degree from. Uh, AKA the Ohio State University. Yep, that would make sense. Alien abductions and medical examinations, in his opinion, prove time traveler. God damn it. Time traveler. <laughs> time traveler. The newest transformer toy. In his opinion, it proves time travelers are anthropologists, much like himself. So, you see, it's very related to his original field of study. The anthropologist who specializes in UFO sightings said these encounters can be explained scientifically. Even if skeptics might consider this fringe science an established field of study which departs significantly from mainstream theories. Dr. Masters said, I continue, I continue to remain vigilant in my own skepticism. I do not have a staunch unwavering devotion to this notion and I do not claim... To pro I, I do not claim to proclaim the truth. What the fuck? <laughs> I don't that, claim to proclaim the truth. Yeah, that's a quote. Dr. Masters claimed, again, going back in time to study ancient humans would be the holy grail of paleontology. <laughs> YouTube conspiracist channel, <laughs> Secure Team 10. I told you. Uploaded the video over the weekend detailing the wacky new book. Tyler, the channel's owner, further speculated the futuristic aliens could be humans coming back to help us in some way. 
the video has received some 277,000 views. Good for him. Thousands of people have shared their thoughts on the video. One person said, lots to think about there, Tyler. Thank you. Another bizarrely said, no UFOs are not time machines. They are interdimensional beings with machines that were <laughs> constructed by fallen angels. That's right. Uh, hy uh, hyphen, they're demons. Um, A third, however, added, I don't believe in time travel from the future. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> Scientifically speaking. <laughs> uh, just last week, a structure measuring hundreds of miles across was captured emerging <laughs> from the moon's surface. But viewers have been left asking if all is as it seems. And that is the end of that, the article there. So Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They just didn't know where to end it. So they had the cold ending. They had to end the cold ending. Yeah, they had to use fucking uh, like YouTube comments from a guy's video that is a conspiracy theory website. Yeah, I just love the one that just says, "I don't believe in time travel from the future. It doesn't exist." <laughs> And by the way, I'd never, I hadn't even read that article. If it existed, why haven't I seen myself <laughs> coming back to say hi to me? Yeah. I never had any Terminator-like moments in my life. Yeah. I wish I'd had, had a Terminator-like moment. I don't. That shit's scary. It's real scary, but I feel like it'd be super fun. It'd be like, uh, I'd be like playing a video game in real life. So... What what do you think about that, Ryan? Do you think maybe uh, we have future descendants that are coming back with technology that they will that we might soon develop in the next millennia? I believe it. Um, <laughs> I believe it. Uh, the uh, fellow American. Uh, I'm just here to say that all this time, time travel speak time travel. <laughs> I I believe it. I totally support it. And uh, <laughs> I think that we should. Take our government funds and uh, put some of those into uh, time travel research. <laughs> so that we too can travel back and scare our ancestors. Thanks, Obama. <laughs> Obama. Hashtag B reparations. <laughs> <laughs> Obama. Oh, it's the B president. More oh. B dad jokes to end oh, it off, dude. <laughs> it's my favorite, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude, we had to have one more dad joke. Yeah. Well, thanks for tuning in to the Search for. Hopefully you had as uh, good of a time as we did, learning about bees and other weird shit. Yep, yep. Yeah, this was this was an adventure. I'm I'm really glad I know more about honey and bees now. Everybody, uh, go get get go get yourself a tenth acre and just start a bee a bee hot acre, a bee town. Just have your own bee town. It's like, don't waste your time making... <laughs> we can just stop. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye.